It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the original, the CHGO Bears podcast, hosted by the original, yours truly, Mark Carvin, with the... Unoriginal? Were you going to say unoriginal? No, I was going to say with the bricklayer, the man who's got... Back in the Brick by Brick studios? Back by the Brick by Brick studios, the passion, the dominance, wasn't here yesterday, we missed you, but back today, Gregory P. Allen Braggs. We're recharged. Yes, and uh, of course, our... You can see we have a big guest to start the show today. If you're watching live on YouTube, and if you're not watching live on YouTube, seriously, how what are you doing with your life? You should be here for us live. Let's go. We do appreciate you in the audio space. Hi, Lawrence. Uh, Brad Spielberger, pro football focused, our salary cap analyst, our trade deadline specialist today is with us. Brad, great to see you. Appreciate you being here again. Great to be here. How's your arm feeling? You all right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, I feel I feel good. Um, are we talking about Komet on We're the roof? We're talking about the arm wrestling loss. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. Um, See, he only wants to talk about his victories, Brad. I don't. He I don't, beat me on one round, but he he he's already how quickly we forget the arm wrestling down. Yeah, that's a, that's a great callback there by Brad. I beat you on two routes. I don't think about my losses in life. I move forward. You did not beat me on the first route. Whatever, Brad. <laughs> what the hell are you doing to us on Twitter with these? You know, lo- subliminal messages. You know, spill the spill the tea here. Yeah, I'm getting a little cryptic. You know, it's that time of the year. Uh, a lot of phone calls are obviously happening across the league right now. Uh, really, that one was just, I'm a huge fan of Leslie Nielsen, a huge fan of the movie Airplane. And that, that was all it was. I don't know why anyone's taking that. We you know, to be anything it. else. We ain't that. buying it, Brad. We need to know. You can't do that to us that early in the morning. You really, you, you know how Bears Twitter is. You'll set it aflame doing something like that. I do. I'll, I'll tell you this. Look, I, I think there has been a lot of questions the last couple of weeks now, maybe even a couple of months now, about what Washington is going to do with both Montez Sweat and Chase Young. They have these two great young edge rushers that are both now in contract years. You can only franchise tag one player. I think it's kind of relevant. They share an agent as well. So maybe if Washington tried to reach out and say, hey, let's try to extend one of these guys before the franchise tag window closes, they don't really have a lot of reason to you know, engage unless you get a massive offer. So uh, that the tweet was, if we're being honest, I, I think one of those two guys, I don't know who, and I don't know where, I think one of those two guys is going to get moved in the next five days. Okay. Does it in any way, shape, or form in your mind, Brad, make sense for the Bears to be the team that acquires whichever one the commanders decide they're not going to be moving forward with? 
It does. I think they should be interested. Uh, these are guys that are fits in this defense. I, I don't love the draft class at edge, particularly in the first round. <clears throat> Excuse me. Latu Latu is awesome out of UCLA, but has a scary injury pass, was a medically retired player. I know Jalen Phillips is an awesome, awesome NFL player and was in a very similar situation, but that can be scary a little bit. I think Jared Verse has been a little bit underwhelming. I know JT Tuiomalau had a phenomenal game uh, against Olu Fashanu in Penn State, but I don't know if they view this edge class as worthy of a first-round pick. And so if you want to address probably the worst position on the roster, I think you should be calling Washington and making an offer here. What's the price tag, Brad? What's your guess? I don't see a first-round pick on the table. I don't think Chicago offers it, but I also don't think anyone probably is going to offer it because of that leverage I talked about. They are good players, but if one of them is going to be a free agent and you feel like you're a team that's going to be in the mix there, sure, you'll make a good offer to keep that guy off free agency, bring him into your building, probably extend him, just like Bradley Chubb last year at the deadline, maybe extend him right away. <laughs> But um, I, I don't think I don't think a first round pick happens. Maybe a second round pick at most. Maybe some players get attached. Who knows? But but yeah, not a first round pick. Uh, what about player for player? I mean, with the Bears looking at Jalen Johnson and, and Darnell Mooney, you know, and trying to figure out that contract situation, could Jalen Johnson be swapped for one of these defensive linemen from Washington? Yeah, I think Jalen Johnson probably sticks, not just because he obviously had the pick six and another interception and played great, but I mean, he's been good all year. And, and there are the injury concerns, which kind of, not not terribly, but he's obviously had nicks and bruises throughout his career. But I think you look at him and say, we have a good young corner. I know they've drafted a lot of corner recently, but why let that guy leave the building? Mooney, I think possibly. Uh, I think it's interesting there. I don't know if he's in their long-term plans at wide receiver. You obviously have a top five guy in receiving yards in DJ Moore. You got to add more there beyond more. I'll say more, more times. Uh, but, but I think, you know, they, they feel comfortable with one guy and then maybe you draft a Marvin Harrison, a Romeo Dunze, a Malik neighbors, et cetera. And then maybe some bigger salaries too, like maybe an Eddie Jackson or one of the more expensive guys on the roster. You consider trying to swap one of those guys um, if you can. I mean, it's it's interesting because the Bears are in a similar position that they were in last year. You know, last year they're subtracting Sal and Roquan, but yet they go and they add with Claypool. Obviously, that did not work out. That doesn't mean you don't swing again. But this, and and by the way, I'm very optimistic about where this team is going, uh, particularly with 17 at quarterback. We'll get to his press conference coming up later in the show. Adam Hogue will join us later in the show, too. He's out at Hallis Hall. But regardless of all of that, like, you're, you are sitting here, if I'm going to live in reality for a second, you're two and five you're it's highly unlikely you're a playoff team I get it if you can get one of these guys uh that you know if you get what you're considering value but paying a premium I mean if you're trading your second round pick Brad I mean you could be trading the top five pick in the second round for one of these guys and then you and you have no guarantee that they're going to want to sign with you you can you can do the franchise tag and then for sure have them through there but I mean you're kind of playing a high risk game that you're endorsing yeah, so to the first point, this is why when people mention like a Daniil Hunter or some of the older players, like that doesn't make any sense. But we're talking about, you know, guys that are 26 and under. Yeah, I think to that point, you would have conversations before you actually executed the trade and say, let's work out an extension before we even get this done, right? Like Bradley Chubb didn't get his first conversation about an extension once he landed in Miami. Those conversations already happened and they said – Part of this deal for us is we want to sign you. Are you comfortable with this type of deal? Just like we heard about Jonathan Taylor and other guys. So, yeah, they, they wouldn't take that risk, I would assume. 
Isaac Siegel here in our chat gives a $10 super chat to ask you, do you guys think a win this week decides whether to buy or sell at the trade deadline or have they made up their mind regardless? Bear down. I think it could. I think there's a bunch of teams that obviously are going to maybe swing one direction or the other. I think Minnesota beating San Francisco completely changed the entire trajectory of their season. You know, going to Green Bay, if they win that game, I think they probably think they can win the division. If they lose it, maybe they do consider moving a guy like a Daniel Hunter. Who knows? But uh, for the Bears, you know, I get why you'd say it's kind of weird to be a buyer when you're two and five. Look, you have $110 million in projected cap space next year, the most in the NFL by a comfortable margin. You have an extra first round pick, an extra 2025 second. And again, if it's a young asset, look, there are risks. I'm not saying it's just like an automatic do it, no question about it. But I think if you are saying, hey, we want to go maybe receiver, tackle, quarterback, whatever in the first round, and we don't like the edge class, this is our best opportunity because there's no guarantee in free agency, um, and, and guys might just choose to go elsewhere. I mean, look, anybody who watched the Commanders play the Bears, if you go back to last year and think back to Montez Sweat, you're going you're gonna to get Brad, Spielger, Brad Spielberger, excuse me, Liam Neeson airplane excited at the concept of adding somebody like that to the defense. So I, I, I listen, I get it. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying not to do it. Uh, if that actually became a thing that, that those, that Ryan's having that conversation, we obviously don't know if he is or isn't, but, um, I, yeah, I mean, it, it's just a, it's a position of huge need. So I think, I think mainly Brad, if we're summing up this part of the conversation, I think that's where you're coming from. These guys are young. This is a huge need for the Bears. How are you going to get it? Here's an opportunity to do so. Yeah, but that's pretty much it. And I think you, the last piece, you mentioned the not wanting to pay a premium because of the, the terrible leverage that Washington has. I do think you're probably going to get a decent. I mean, if, there, if, if seven teams send an offer, then you're not going to get a discount. But if it's a smaller market and Washington realizes they're going to lose one of those guys for a compensatory pick, you probably do get them cheaper than, I mean, look, like Bradley Chubb got a first last year, and I think both of these guys are better than Bradley Chubb, and you might not have to give up a first to still get a very good young player. Did I say Liam Neeson? You most definitely you did. Know, I was going to make fun of you for that. Yeah. These things happen. <laughs> ne- I have a particular set of skills. Nielsen. Thank you very Leslie. much. <laughs> Leslie. Leslie. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. Oh, it's a, a, totally it's, different it's a person. terrible job on, on every level. Yeah. I should be fired right now. Where's Kadek? Where's. where's... That have been a totally different Taken movie. <laughs> Who is Liam <laughs> Neeson? Les- Liam Neeson Taken, is from bro. Taken. Come uh, on, man. Okay. So if you okay. put. Leslie uh, Nielsen in that a, role. It's a totally it's a different movie. It's a bad show for me. I'm not going to be able to recover <laughs> until Sunday at noon when we get to do this again, but that's okay. I accept it'll be Sunday at 6 p.m., but that's a whole other oh, That's another whole thing. Yeah, yeah, night game. Come on out to uh, the beautiful fireplace in for our watch party on Sunday night. We'll get that's more right. into that. All right, Braggs, yeah, go Brad's ahead. Brad's going to be there. No, I'm just kidding. Brad's not going to be there. Yeah, He's got work. If you want, feel free. <laughs> you can come, Brad. Uh, so, yeah, let, let's move to the quarterback talk with Justin Fields. Uh, obviously I don't think he's being traded here before the trade deadline. Uh, so basically I just want to know where, where you stand as far as what this contract could potentially look like, where the bears stand on a situation like that, obviously with the knowledge that there's, there's a good chance, but not a guarantee yet that they have the number one pick. Like what kind of scenarios are you drawing up in your mind? How this is going to play out for Justin Fields and the Chicago bears? 
Yeah, I think if the Carolina pick, or I guess theirs, but I, obviously ideally the Carolina pick is one or two, I, I think that ends the story for Justin Fields in Chicago. I think the league views Caleb Williams and Drake May, and I know Williams has not played great the last couple of weeks. I actually think Drake May played a lot better than his box score despite an embarrassing loss to Virginia. Uh, I think we had the, the Carolina receivers credit with five drops in that game, uh, including some beautiful big throws. So I think if they have a top two pick, I, I think they're taking one of those players. If not, maybe they consider a different route. Uh, obviously, there are other great players. J.J. McCarthy uh, is from the Chicago area. You know, a lot going on in Michigan these days. But, you know, we'll see. But but that's my first point. And then second point, if not, they're not going to extend him. But even the fifth-year option conversation becomes very interesting. Are you going to give a fully guaranteed $20-plus million fifth-year option to a guy that you still kind of have questions about? Do you maybe go the Daniel Jones route? You decline it, but then it kind of backs you into a corner, uh, and, you know, which obviously looks horrible for the Giants so far. So a lot of options on the table. But, yeah, the top two pick, I, I think that's probably it. So when it comes to that fifth-year option, does that variable – dictate anything for teams that want to trade for him i'm curious how that would work for teams that want to try to acquire justin fields totally totally so the, the most recent example is sam darnold when he went to carolina right they, before the jets made a decision there they traded him to carolina let him pick up that option or let them pick up that about 18.8 million dollar option you know on sam darnold they were believers they thought they could fix him yada yada obviously that didn't work out but but yeah you, you definitely you know because the team then gets two cheaper years of control not just the one that's a huge variable in a potential trade so his value to another team is more if they get to choose the fifth year option as opposed to the bears picking up the fifth year option and then going around to teams and saying hey you have two years of control guaranteed correct I would think so. You know, I guess the team might say if we're already comfortable trading for him, we probably were going to, you know, pick up the option regardless. So maybe they don't care, but maybe they also want to say, hey, bring him into our building, get to know him, get to see him throw the ball around a little bit, whatever. Uh, I mean, I think he would blow any building away and, and be, you know, really res respected and appreciated no matter what. But I, they probably want to make that decision themselves. In what world do you think the Bears are picking up the fifth-year option before next Tuesday? I'm just curious. Yeah, well, none. It okay, would be okay. an off-season. That's an off-season thing. So you're saying in the off-season, pick it up and then right. try to trade? Okay, all right. I'm, I just didn't. I'm just trying to follow your logic. I know logic. it Where makes the, and Brad, I don't mean to fight with my co-host right now, Brad, but no, I, just, no, no. I just, you know. And Brad, what you're saying makes sense, and Hogue pointed this out to me, but that that was what I was trying to understand is. I got it. Yeah, the, I got it. You know, the, the years of control, I didn't know if that would up the ante for what the Bears can get back as opposed to not having that fifth-year option. Attached. Right. No, that makes sense. Uh, okay. So, Brad, Jalen Johnson's a Bear after Tuesday, right? There's no chance that he's getting traded. That's my estimation, yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, if they – let's just say for argument's sake that uh, the Bears were – you know what? We love our quarterback – our cornerback room. We are not going to pay Jalen the – 15 million a year, 18 million, whatever the value is going to come out at for uh, Jalen on a three, four, five year deal. Uh, we're, we're moving on. What do you think he's worth? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, when Terrell Smith and Tyreek Stevenson were playing some good ball, I think it got very, very interesting. And it's funny how, you know, one week can kind of swing the perception there. I, you're not getting better than a third round pick in my estimation. Even that might be a little bit bullish, but I think you probably could because in my opinion, he might be the only like good starting level quality cornerback that actually might be available this deadline. The other names I've heard or the other names that are getting rumored. They're guys that probably aren't even an upgrade for most teams. I think Jalen Johnson's an upgrade for a lot of teams. Interesting. Third round pick for Jalen or pay him. What, what, what do you think his number is going to be at Brad? What's your guess on the salary? 
Yeah, the range you just gave, I think it falls in there. Uh, you know, 15, 16 million per year. We've seen a bunch of, you know, second tier corner deals. Carlton Davis is at three years, 44 and a half. You probably try to beat that. Inflation adjusts that on the salary cap. So, you know, three years, 48, maybe maybe a little bit less, maybe a little bit more, something like that. Could you, if they, if they somehow came to an agreement right now and these deals in the middle of the season are never easy to get done, but let's just say for argument's sake that, they all are just feeling kumbaya love after last Sunday and two picks and everything is pointing, you're 24, we want you here. Can they pay more up front and eat up what's ever left in this sal- in this year's salary cap to try to ease the burden down the line if they wanted to do that? 100%, and they probably would. You, you, you stick some signing bonus money into this year. It kind of comes out in the wash because you obviously have less carryover cap space in 2024, but it would, it would make it better in 2025, 2026, whatever. Um, yeah, if they do that, that's that's how they would approach it. I don't think it'd be a massive signing bonus, but, but yeah, they, they would ease the money and flatten the cap hits out You know, in that manner. I mean, who's offering a first-round pick for Tyson Bajan? Right. I mean, come on the future of the league. Okay, fine. If you want to do that, let's do it. Brad. (laughs) Hey, 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 Brad, if you had to win a football game tomorrow and they're both healthy, Bajan or Fields, who are you taking? Uh, Justin Fields, uh, fairly comfortably. I, don't make me the the Bajan hater, but I suppose we can get into it a little bit. I mean, he had the second lowest average depth of target in a win in the last decade. Uh, I mean, look, credit to him, got the ball out quickly, you know, trusted his playmakers to make guys miss in space, whatever. But on average, threw the ball two and a half yards beyond the line of scrimmage. And like I said, second lowest in a win. Um, it, it, it's actually more than 10 years. It's like 13 or 14 years in our database. So I don't want to be the guy that's like hating on Tyson Bajan. We'll see against the Chargers. They have maybe the worst defense in the NFL. They're also susceptible to screen passes. They're horrible defending screen passes. They give up, they give up a lot of you know explosive plays with yards after the catch. They're bad in all of those areas, yards after contact, etc. But I think with a week to prepare, with a coach that's probably on the hottest seat in the NFL, I got a feeling it's going to be a tougher matchup for Tyson Bajan this weekend. Well, and the Chargers have played some of the best offenses in the NFL, the Chiefs, the Dolphins, et cetera, so their their numbers are a little bit skewed. Uh, and, you know, Brad obviously is, is a Bajan hater, and um, <laughs> and that's okay. Uh, no, it's not okay. No, I get it. I get it. Look, he's got to show more. That's totally fine. I do think for what Brad's saying and to everybody else who's saying the same thing, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. The Raiders did nothing last week. There was no reason for the Bears to do anything else, so we'll, we'll see what it looks like coming up on Sunday five dollars from Alan R Johnson the R stands for he loves the Bears and CHGO quote I think the Bears what I don't know what I just said I think the Bears will ultimately keep both Fields and Bajan and they will battle next year QB1 wins uh, QB1 wins Bajan backs up QB17 wins they trade QB1 okay QB1 wins Bajan backs up QB17 wins they trade QB1 that's a lot there yeah that is a lot well and and, and Brad I you know I hypothesize that that's a very likely, well, I don't know about very, I, I, I would put that at least as a 50-50 scenario because Carolina has no incentive to lose. There's a lot of teams that are going to have incentive to lose. I think the Bears are going to win some games. So if you fall out of the top one, top two, top three, what do you do? It's, if, it, it, and it could very well go that way. I think you scout uh, a bunch of other quarterbacks that might go in the first round. You, you keep your eye on Shadur Sanders, Bo Nix, Michael Penix, whoever. I think those guys are probably you know falling lower than than top ten or top fifteen. But you know, Quinn Ewers in that bucket as well. I don't know. I would put that less than fifty fifty personally. I mean, so, but go ahead. So you hold on. You think that unless Fields makes a massive turnaround here, his career in Chicago is over. That's what you're saying. That's that's kind of how I see it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. I, and then you mentioned San, Shadur Sanders, but I, I, I think his dad said that he does, he's, he doesn't have him coming out until next year. Do you think that's? Yeah, he probably shouldn't. Why would you? You're probably making a bunch of money, killing it in Boulder, Colorado. No reason to. But, you know, just kind of naming the next tier of prospects. And I do think there's a pretty big drop off after that top three, you know, lumping in J.J. McCarthy, who we do need to see him play a real defense and maybe play a defense where he doesn't know what they're doing, uh, you know, on every single play. So but he is talented, you know, certainly has the talent. But. I'm not anti-fields at all. I mean, he's been incredible in the red zone this year. He's one of the best deep passers in the NFL. But the ability to attack the intermediate area of the field, we just have not seen it really ever. Um, and it's concerning. And then the, the pressure to sack rate, the turnovers, all those things, it's just it's not getting better. I, I hope it does. I want it to. I just I got to see it. Yeah, so the final question I have for you is you guys are mentioning the Panthers and I'm dialed into everything they're doing. They placed a bunch of players on IR, including Jeremy Chin. You know, they've been putting rumors that wide receivers and other players are on the trade block. You know, like like Carm said, they really don't have incentive to lose because they don't have a first-round pick. But at the same time, it seems like they're going to be sellers here at the trade deadline, right? I think they'll move from smaller pieces. Obviously, the big name everyone's going to be wondering about is Brian Burns. I know teams have called. I know they've actually gone so far as maybe make some decent offers. I don't think Carolina is going to actually pull the trigger there. They're probably going to play it out, go the franchise tag route, see what happens is my guess. You know, maybe not, but that's my guess. But yeah, Terrace Marshall, the wide receiver, who I actually think is a good player, a productive young player when he does get on the field. Seems like he'll probably get moved. Maybe Dante Jackson, the corner, uh, you know, who's kind of been up and down. Not really sure why they extended him when they did. But, yeah, they will move, I think, some small pieces. I don't know if it really impacts the win-loss column all that much, though. Uh, Just for the record, because Alex is coming at me in the chat, and that's totally fine. Uh, The the Panthers are a three-point underdog at home this week to the Texans. They got the Colts next week. They're at the Bears. uh, As much as I think we're improving. I will flip this table if the Bears don't win this game. Okay, you might want to get ready to do that. Uh, (laughs) They've got Atlanta. They've got Green Bay. They've got Tampa. I mean, there's some winnable games out there. And by the way, again, there's going to be some teams out there that are going to be very incentivized to lose and might sit players where the Panthers will not be doing that. But go ahead brags no that was it uh adam hogue is in our chat he's going to be joining us from hallis hall here shortly and he wants to know brad break down the blackhawks power play before before you take off be happy to we could dive into it just very last point on the, on the panthers thing or the other teams trying to lose maybe denver but like i think arizona and Kyler murray i think they're going to try to win football games i don't really get that perception from them anyway uh the the, the, the possession in the deep zone uh, has been phenomenal playing behind the net obviously connor bedard sitting in the high slot just camping out looking to fire rockets the offsides rule in the nfl also I, i'm still mad about it i'm still mad it right now my blood is boiling the worst um, but no they obviously haven't converted a ton and they haven't gotten a ton of shots on net, but I've been very encouraged by their ability to retain the puck, cycle around, make plays, make good passes. That power play is going to be a lethal. And my guy, is it Kevin Korchinski? It's something Korchinski. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, guy yeah. is going to be a stud, particularly on the power play. That's my guy right there. Brad, what about the Bulls last night? I mean, to show up in game one and just to, to completely Already look like, having a team meeting. I mean, what's, what's up with that, Brad? I am a fan of all four Chicago sports teams. I guess you can't see behind me. There's three, there's three posters. Uh, the team that's not included is the bulls. Cause I'm just so apathetic to that team right now. 
I, I didn't watch. I don't care. They're, they're, they're trying to extend Vucevic and DeMar DeRozan and just be as mediocre as possible. I, I don't, I don't have any thoughts. I'll, I mean, how, when they get a first how overall pick in five years, I'll, I'll carry they, it. They, they, they already <laughs> extended Vooch. And um, so you are yeah. dialed out and that's a good job by you. Congratulations. All right. Wait, we, I do have one more football thing. We did not mention Darnell Mooney. Do you see any scenario? We actually did. Oh, we but, did. But you can ask again. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, we did. I wasn't we talked listening. about Darnell Mooney a we little, did. a little bit. Did you say? Did you say that? Uh, <laughs> We're what, here doing a show what's, here, Brad. What's, what's Mooney's price tag, Brad? I'm sure that was not asked by you because that would be too logical of a question to ask. <laughs> what do you got? Borderline impossible to answer right now. I mean, it's just so tough. Where you know your, your production as a receiver is so predicated on the quarterback, and I think even in the game against Washington, he probably could have had three catches for a hundred yards and a touchdown in that game. Obviously, had zero. Um, there's other games where he's been getting consistent separation, just not getting the ball. It's, it's a massive window. I don't even want to give a number because it could be anywhere from he finishes the season well and gets like a Al Lazard or maybe even better than that, like, you know, 13, 14, 15, or he has to sign like a DJ Chark one year, 10 million and, and you know, flyer. And, it's just the, 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 the range is gigantic because we don't know, you know, a thousand yards is what, a second year player. And now we just don't really know. Yeah. Any surprise player across the NFL landscape that you want to put out there as your prediction will get moved. I'll go with King Henry. I don't know if it's a surprise. I think people do expect it, uh, but I think there's a decent chance we'll see uh, in a contract year. The Titans are obviously sellers, you know, as awesome as he's been for that franchise forever. Maybe they don't want to move him or maybe ownership wants to keep him there as long as humanly possible. But I assume the front office and, and the coaching staff is open to it. Uh, so I'll go, I'll, I don't know, him to one of the AFC North teams, Cleveland or Baltimore, finds a way to get Derrick Henry is a, not a shot in the dark. Brad, you're the best. Appreciate the time, brother. Thanks for playing along. And the Appreciate intro. you guys. <laughs> See you, brother. Brad, Brad Spielberger, pro football focus. Always on top of his game, Brags. Yes, that's true. Can't believe I, I can't. I can't yeah. handle this camera angle. We're supposed to look at the camera, but I can't. I can't. My you brain. Know. I know you're a TV pro. So you're yeah, better but, at yeah, but but he's he, not he even. He was doing not it. looking at all. He's not doing Neither. it either. I've already sent a note nobody, to our our nobody can look at that camera. That's not a possibility. It's, it's too, so it's like the, the, the guest is here. Yeah, that's but, up there. It's not possible. Yeah, you can't but do you it. just gotta figure it out a way. <laughs> I know my ADD ass can't do it. Well, there is a way that might be able to help with your ADD, and that's a nice sunny side Thursday. What do you say? Is that a, is that a, is that a that's brag not, level? That's a, uh, that's, that's a good transition. That's, that's one of the hey, greatest moments in uh, your history of, of this oh, show. Thank you. I, I, <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to, let's not even go. It's a backhanded count. I feel like. <laughs> oh, very backhanded. <laughs> I love a good backhanded compliment. <laughs> l- l- listen. Like when you tried to throw me under the bus about the Mooney uh, here. Thing. I mean, is, 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 is Hogue actually in the chat? Yes. He's, you would look at the camera's working. NBC car. I'd like, uh, okay. Yeah, you would. If, if yeah, it was NBC, there would be a, a prompter right next to it. Yeah. This is a challenging thing. Hey, Brad, how are you? Like, it's, it, that's okay. Well, I've no. already suggested that we maybe move the monitor. Well, it's, it's a work in progress here in Studio Brad. I'm not, I wasn't complaining about it. You guys are just on your, uh, you guys are, you are bringing it up. Now you're on the hose. Now Hogue's in the chat. I'm just here. Having, going on here? I'm having a great time. Sunnyside is your home for judgment-free cannabis. Unlike the judgments that are going on in this program about where we're looking at the cameras. It's a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore and discover and purchase the best high quality products. Sunnyside has everything you need to step up your football season or, you know, deal with your coworkers. Illinois' favorite dispensary. Where's your favorite? 
For Bragg's today, I probably need the Mindy's, which is the best-tasting gummy and chocolate edibles created by the James Beard Award-winning chef Mindy Siegel. Uh, for Hogue, I'm going to need the goose, the good news, the gummies, rechargeable vape pen, and the cart perfect for great moments with the crew. For Lawrence, I'm going Cresco. It's a reliably excellent cannabis, consistent quality experience, and availability of flower, vapes, concentrates, and pre-rolls. For everybody else around here, I'll take the high supply, the Floracal, <laughs> the wonder, and the remedy. Thank you very much. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Now, through October the 31st, Braggs, um, which is going to be a very spooky day. I'm sure you have great plans that you're going to be doing, going around without taking Addy and eating all the candy yourself. That's true. Head to sunnyside.shop. Use that code CHGO25 at checkout. Get 25% off your total orders. One use per customer, not stackable with other promotions. It's not only for new customers. Anyone can use our code. Pick up everything you need to elevate your football season. you got to be 21 or over or an Illinois med card holder. By the way, um, I would like to thank Lawrence Benedetto. Me? And, yes. Oh, oh don't, don't act like you are at Carm way more than Carm is at Benedetto. Wow. Um, I, I, <laughs> I want to thank Lawrence and I want to thank Casey and I want to thank Jake and I want to thank Sarah and I want to thank Sean and I want to thank Herb. Uh, I hope I'm not missing anyone, but for, for everybody. I'm not in this. Am I missing well, someone? You are here. Oh, Steven. Steven Nicholas was, was amazing. You were think uh, you were missing which we missed you but it was nice to not have you um it's <laughs> quiet yeah. for you know the so secret, thank me then for, for not being yeah here. that's true yeah thanks for, for not showing up secret page and fraud uh it was a team effort yesterday if you have seen it in the old uh social media world thank i appreciate poppy. it and i poppy. and tony moy uh poppy of course is always number poppy. one on my list and i always might get poppy. emotional that you just brought her up but yes thank thanks uh, it was a lot of fun yesterday so thank you lawrence yes it was very uh, good you're welcome i didn't do anything and was actually totally against it so okay <laughs> you didn't i feel like you helped with some of the level of creativity lawrence on the is always end. against fun uh, it had a t- if it has, it's it, fun well, lawrence I is was, against it I, vehemently i'll be honest i was attempting to help uh casey stanahar our great social media director but i uh Ended up getting her upset. So, oh really? We, we, our, our wires crossed about clipping the beginning of that thing and whatever. It it worked out. She figured it out. I'm not going to take any credit. Yeah. Okay, Hater, well, Hater well, Hogue keeps saying delete the song. No, we're not going to delete you, it. You, you know, it, it, it would be great if Hogue would just get on board with the brilliance that's going on in this team. But if he's going to continue to fight, that's okay. I'll yeah. just we'll just wait. My question though is: is has there been any response from this uh, Swirsky character? No, he's ducking and dodging us. No, no. No, oh, no, no. <laughs> I get defensive. True. That's not. This is my guy over here. It's not. He, he's. That's not true. Um, but he has not responded to the. So song. he is ducking and dodging us. Well, let me check the email. Yeah, that's what I thought. We have corresponded. So the yeah. Swirsk. I, I'm trying to get a duet going on. I'm trying to get him on the show. That's the goal. We want to talk to Swirsk. That's right. But, and the, but he has not responded since seeing the song. So, seeing the song. So maybe. He's pissed at me. Which, he could be mad. No, and he should he, be if he, mad. If he is, then he is. Because he got called on his, on, his, on his fraudulentness. I mean, listen, I said he was sexy and more talented than me. What more do you want me to do? That's true. You, you want to smoke hash with him? Yeah, I, I said we should smoke some hash. I mean, come on. Uh, maybe, yeah. uh, Nobody, maybe you should break some bread with him. And, you know, there's no other bread to break than hero <laughs> That's bread. right. You know, Karn was talking about... You know, the Halloween candy coming up. And if you want to make a candy corn sandwich, get yourself some hero bread. Is that not probably a good oh, way was, of eating hero bread? Delicious. But mm. that's what I'm going to be doing. 
Uh, no, it's it, hero bread's really good stuff. It, it it's so, the bread is soft and fluffy, and everybody likes soft and fluffy bread, right, Carm? Uh, I do love a good soft and a good fluffy. <laughs> it's delicious. It's scrumptious. It honestly. is honestly melts so you in your mouth. It, it melts in your mouth, not in your hand. Hero bread. Uh, <laughs> it's high fiber, uh, ultra le- ultra low net carbs, zero sugar. So you know if you think you're you know, if you think Colcomet thinks it's funny that I follow my macros, but that's what I'm doing. So this bread is like right <laughs> up my alley, but this bread is perfect. Is that funny to you too? Cause it's, it's serious business I, I love, following your macros. I love when Colcomet straight laughed at you and the, <laughs> the, the concept. Yeah, that you're he doing. thinks it's funny, but by the end of the season, <laughs> you're going to find out CHGO for 10% <laughs> off, uh, go to hero.co. That's CO, not .com, hero.co. Hero makes sliced breads, buns, and tortillas that are available at, on hero.co and Amazon. Uh, so you get quick delivery if you're using Amazon. Uh, fewer calories than the leading national brand. 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. So right now, Hero Bread is offering the CHGO fam 10% off their first order. Just go to hero.co and use our code CHGO to save on Hero Bread today. That's H-E-R-O dot C-O to save 10% today. Uh, I did that way better than the last time. You're getting better. You have potential. I like your I like your upside. I'd, I'd buy you if you were at the trade deadline. All right. Adam Hoke's coming up in a couple of moments here. Have we missed any super chats there, Law? Yeah, we, we got uh, another one from Alan Johnson. Alan R. And the R stands for what again? Incredible fan of CHGO and loves the Bears. <laughs> uh, Alan R. Johnson. Yeah. Look at I know. Him. He's My like guy. scalping tickets in I, our chat tonight. I, I don't think that's the right terminology, but uh, <laughs> he does have... He's for five dollars. Says I have two tickets for Sunday's game for sale. Great seats. You all know anyone interested? Three hundred each. How I'll is that there. not I'm scalping? Bummed. That's not the term we use in twenty twenty three. That's a word that like in nineteen eighty ninety three was bad. I didn't know we we outlawed scalping yes. as a word. It's the resale. I mean, if you don't know that, come on. My uh, bad. Anyways, uh, my suggestion for Alan is uh, that's very uh, Alan. Good game. luck. We're, we're, we just do what you, we can for you. So hey, hit if, up Alan or go to game time. Or, and try yeah, and you know, if, go to game time. We love you, Alan, but just never know. Alan, you might want to go. Through. Yeah, Alan, you might want to go to game time yourself too and check out the market for your seats so you can get an accurate price of what they should be. Uh, I also like this. Uh, this from from R. Helton. Why don't you read this one? This is a nice one. This is I have great. to admit, never listened to the podcast before this. I've heard of you guys in preseason and haven't stopped listening. Carmen behind you with the hashtag secret Bajan man. The kid is something special. All right, message to well, we could talk about this after Hogue, but did you watch Bajan's press conference yesterday? Yeah, I I was doing some family family things, so I apologize. I never got around another, to today's it. Today's another day, and it, today's a new you day. Didn't have, didn't have time you know, this morning to no, watch. I'm it. locked into the family thing. Okay, okay, yes, sir. Okay, if that's if that's what's going on, then I you have you have you have you get a hundred percent free pass because family is more important than the show. I get it. Uh, I'll just forget about you. Uh, yes, forget for, about and me. your family for a second. Uh, my job. Which is amazing. <laughs> love Jenny. Love Addie. All right, uh, Bajan. At the mic yesterday, it was freaking awesome. The dude is is just so unbelievably likable and focused and determined. I don't understand. Like, let's, Bears fans who love Justin Fields, you do not want to push against Bajan. It's just it's a bad look. Just get on board with both and let let the let, and vice versa, really. But, yeah, sure, sure, know? sure, sure. Why not? All right, Adam Hogs at Hallis Hall as we bring in Hogue to his own show. 
uh, with a sweet background on a on a Thursday. Hoger, good to see you, brother. What's up, guys? How's my connection here? It seems a little shaky. Am I good? You look great. You sound great. Okay. Your connection's right. great. Our connection's great with you. Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah. It's just unless, unless you uh, can't hear us. Yeah. All right. Uh, can you hear us? No, it's just kind of skipping. I don't know. I'm, you know, we're going to have to talk to the Chicago Sun Times because, uh, you know, is we sort leisure? of have. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Ugh, you know, first. Come on. Jason. How many weeks is it? Seven straight weeks I've gotten out of that studio on time for him. Now I need to go in there and Wait. they're in there recording a podcast. Come on. Right. What, what's going do on? I, do, do I, do me and Finley got to talk again? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> I would advise. I would advise against that. I'll I'll just talk to him for you. Um, okay. No, it's all like No, it. I honestly, it's fine. I'm out here. <laughs> I got more room. I'm not. It's okay. It's all right. All right, Hogue. Uh, Hightower, Getsy, Borganzi. Any highlights from today? Uh, well, I got my my uh, question that I've been talking about all week that I couldn't wait to ask Getsy that no one else cares about, but I was really excited about it. Um, how they ran more toss, right? They were tossing the ball out to the running backs instead of handing them off. And basically the reality is the Raiders are one of those teams that it's actually harder to get to the edge on, right? So you, you think, okay, well, we'll just hit them up the middle, hit them up the middle. And that was working too, but you also still want to threaten the edges and uh, that's really what the Bears like to do, right? Outside zone. So really, you're just, it's almost like cheating, right? You just get the ball out there a little bit faster by tossing it out there instead of handing it off closer to the middle of the field and then having to run out there themselves. So um, actually appreciated the answer from Getzy. I thought it was pretty detailed and um, question asked, question answered. I liked it. I, I assume he was asked about opening up the offense, whether it's going to look the same, all of that. What did he say? Have to say about the uh, letting Bajent do more part of the offensive equation? Yeah, I mean, and that was asked more in the context of the Chargers' defense not being very good um, against the pass. And of course, he tried to downplay that last week. They went against the Chiefs. The Chiefs do that against everybody, by the way, including the Bears. Um, and hey, they still have a bunch of good names on that. The, their pass rush is very good. They have Khalil Mack. All that. Um, all coaches do that every single week. They're never going to get up there and be like, yeah, the defense we play this week sucks. Um, so that was basically, he didn't say anything groundbreaking on that. That's too schematic. You don't want to give anything away. Um, personally, I would try to continue to win the way they won last week and only, you know, go try to go downfield. If those opportunities present themselves and if now one thing I would expect the Chargers to do is try to take some away some of those horizontal, those quick passes to the outside away, you know, play a little bit closer up, play a little bit more press. Um, and then the Bears will have to adjust. Tyson Bajan will have to adjust. And I think he's capable of doing that. And I don't think that'd be, be too hard of an adjustment. Anytime you can run the football the way the Bears have been, like taking away that won't take away the run. And so to me, the best counter to to if the Chargers come up and try to stop those horizontal quick throws to the outside, just keep running the ball, and because that's still going to bring guys out of the box. And so I think that's what I I mean. That's how I would handle if I was the Bears, and I think they have answers. I mean, so turning over to the defensive side of things, they've turned the corner here the last 
few weeks. Um, but this is obviously a new challenge for them. We talked a little bit about this on Hogan John's uh, the other morning when you were gracious enough to bring these two goofballs on. But uh, this is a new challenge with a, a quarterback, the level of Justin Herbert, you know, what kind of confidence do you have that these guys can take that next step against a quarterback that's more proven than who they've beat thus far in the Matt Eberflus era? By the way, that was the highest rated reviewed show in the history of Hogan Johns. I just want you guys to know that. <laughs> I have no doubt. I, I like the person who uh, wrote at me said, we get enough karma on CHGO. Don't ever put him on this podcast. <laughs> that, 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 that was my guy. I said, thanks, uh, <laughs> totally forget the question. By yeah, the way, just look about at the me. defense. Hey, the defense. Look at me, guys. We can't. You're not <laughs> well, the, the thing is, they're looking at you in the monitor, and that's we're looking at you. I this is I know. So I'm hard. just messing with you. I'm messing with you. The I love defense, it. Hogue. Can they beat a quarterback that's proven? Uh, that's a good question because the quarterbacks they've beaten. Even going back to last year, as you pointed out, not very good. Um, and in fact, this would be the best quarterback that they've defeated under Matt Eberflus for sure. Um, but Herbert's struggling. It, here's the problem, and and ultimately, why I'm probably still going to pick the Chargers in this game. Spoiler alert, dude. That's creepy because I did not see him coming. <laughs> Didn't hear him, didn't see him. If you're listening to the podcast, Nicholas Moriano just snuck up behind me. He's actually that's too much, that's you, too much good hair in one camera shot. Nick should know right? that people in the chat are throwing out that Hogue's hair is actually getting better than Nick's hair, or at least Ooh. competing. To me, it looks like you haven't washed it in a while and you got a little extra grease in there today. It's called wax. No, that's that's false. I took a shower this morning. It's just a little bit longer. I've been getting it cut every three weeks during the season. I think tomorrow is three weeks, so we might have to get in there. Um, uh, anyway, f- football game Sunday. I'm a little worried about this pass rush against a good quarterback. Like, cause, cause I, I, I like how the bears defense has been playing against the run. There's no question they're getting better. Um, but how, if their pass rush cannot get home against a quarterback like Justin Herbert, what does it look like? And I think that's ultimately why I'm probably still going to lean Chargers in this football game. You lean in Chargers with the points or without the points? Eight and a half, Hoger. No, I Bears to cover all day. This is uh, not that the Bears necessarily deserve any respect in Las Vegas, but what the heck? I don't understand this line at all. I, I think it'll be a close game. I think the way the Bears defense has been playing will keep it close. Uh, eight and a half points is just kind of disrespectful to the I, I think it honestly overlooks some of the improvement that they've made defensively over these last few weeks. Um, so I, I I think that that spreads crazy. They, look, the, the bottom line is we and we all know this. I'll look right into the camera for this one. They haven't figured out who Bajan is yet in, in Vegas, apparently. So one of these days they will. But right now you're getting a baked in advantage because they think that 17 is, I don't know, uh, Brian Hoyer or Matt Barkley or Moses Moreno. And um, I don't know. Hogue, why don't you go on record right now? It's not you're out of house hall. It's not really what we're talking about today. But do you think he plays well this week? Um, I think I think he plays serviceable. I think he play. I don't think this is going to be a bad game. I think I think he's going to face some different challenges that Brandon Staley will have up his sleeve. And so let me let me ask your question a little bit differently. Do I think he plays a turnover free game? 
no. I think there's going to be a I think there's going to be a turnover in this game, but I don't think it's necessarily going to be like, you know, three interceptions or anything like that. Um, and I'm a little worried about this right tackle situation right now, to be honest with you. And Larry Bourne possibly having to move over to that side and is Braxton Jones even coming back this week? We don't know this stuff right now as we talk here on Thursday afternoon. And that's got me a little nervous, too. So that was actually a topic that I was going to do at the back end of the show. But since you brought it up, I want to ask you both. Look, Darnell Wright is a rookie right tackle who you are hoping is going to be a cornerstone for the franchise for years to come. He is injured right now. He's playing with one arm. He did not practice yesterday. There's no way he's going to be 100% on Sunday. Now, he might just show that he's got the capabilities and the toughness, that he's a great teammate, he's going to go back out there. Is there. Do either of you think that the Bears should protect the player from himself and let him get healthy before you put him back out there, Be considering the fact that this is a guy they're really going to be relying on going forward for hopefully a long time? I think it depends on on what type of soldier shoulder injury we're talking about here. If, you know, there's injuries where you can't really do any more damage, then if the guy's willing to play through it, let him play. I mean, part of this deal is you have to get experience. You could have sat him against Max Crosby last week. And what a missed opportunity that would have been. Because now he gets to sit there and say, I did this against Max Crosby with one arm. I know I can do this now. That's that's on film. That's uh, those the next time. Not that you're playing the Raiders every year, but now you know that guy. And if you're gonna have a 12-year career at tackle, you're gonna face these guys. You got to get to know every single pass rusher in the league. And so every time you sit, every rep you miss is a missed opportunity. So as long as there's no damage. Uh, or concern about doing more damage. And I don't know if there is or not. It seemed like he maybe went through some more pain as that went, game went along. Um, I'm all for keeping him out there, getting these reps, getting the opportunity to go up against Khalil Mack. Um, so I, I don't I don't just sit him just because. Like, no. If, if the guy's cleared by the trainers, you play him. It's football. It's the NFL. Yep. I'm with you in that regard. Um, now going over to Roshan Johnson, who's starting to get back to it. Any indication that he might be ready for Sunday or do you think it's going to take another week? I mean, the fact he was full go on the injury report yesterday, um, just tells me he's like, so there's different stages to the concussion protocol. And the last stage is like, you're able to practice, but you're not able to go all the way into the game. That was Wednesday. I mean, he should be able to get there by Sunday. So at this point, I'll be shocked if he doesn't play. Um, And I would let him play. I mean, to me, I keep saying this, I know, but he's the best pass protection uh, running back that the Bears got. And that's going to get him on the field because at the end of the day, um, you know, good for Deontay Foreman and everything he did last week. But there's a reason why he's been on six different teams in six years. Um, And it's not how he runs the ball. That part's fine. Um, so Roshan Johnson, getting him back helps. I think he'll get carries as a result. And, um, I'm looking forward to seeing what the rookie can do. Memo to Matt Eberflus. When you're asked about Deontay Foreman and him being the number one running back, you saying to the media, well, it's going to come down to how he practices this week. Dude, this ain't high school. 
enough with the whole how he's going to practice and whether he goes to class and whatever else like that that's i'm sorry i i, I can't i can't listen to that it's 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 insulting uh okay hogue <laughs> I, 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 it, it's just I'm exhausted. I, I can't handle it. Well, we'll see how his hits principle comes along this week. Okay, okay, all right, Flus. Um, hey, hey, Hog, <laughs> did you ask your guy a question? Did you get into it with Richard Hightower about uh, hashes or uh, punt formations or long snapping? Anything that would interest Hash? you and nobody else? We don't talk about Sunny Side. Um, I asked him. Oh, I asked him about SoFi because. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, I don't know. It, it's not a big deal. It's LA. It's not like the weather's a problem, but it is a roof. There's a, there's a roof over it, but it's still technically an outdoor stadium. So I was just, you know, are there any weird wind situations or anything like that? Uh, the answer is basically no. It plays like an indoor stadium, even though it's technically outdoor. Um, obviously the blocked extra point or, uh, Blocked extra point, uh, just a little protection issue up front that they got fixed. Um, and let's see what else. Oh, the ball that went off Travis Homer's head. That That's great. a tough situation. We've seen it a few times actually this year at Carmel. And you just – you either have to be able to catch it or get out of the way. Sometimes that's hard. That was a well-executed kick. And obviously the Bears did a good job to still recover it and ice the game. Uh, I think those were really the main things that came. Oh, oh, he was praising Cairo Santos for all the work he put in the offseason. I don't think there's any question Cairo Santos has a stronger leg than when he first got here, uh, and certainly earlier in his career, because that was kind of the the knock on him. Now, if I remember right, a few years ago, I think it was a 52-yarder he hit against the Rams at SoFi. So, um, I see you, Carm. So, I know you do. But, but – Soldier Field's a different deal, right? And not that the weather was crazy on Sunday, but anyway, he was he was praising the whole field goal operation and the work that Cairo Santos has put in to uh, be able to kick longer kicks. Thanks, Dad. Adam, great stuff today. We really enjoyed seeing you and looking at you right now directly. So we hope that you have a great Appreciate rest it. of your day. Wait, wait, let me show you guys one thing. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this. No, now I got to look at you. Are you are you going to get Finley? <laughs> no, get him on the show. No. You can look at the screen so you can see what I'm showing you. Uh, there it is. Whoa. Sing a verse for any player right now. Even though, because you hate the Super Bowl shuffle, but there it is. I'm not doing that. But, <laughs> Carm, what was it like being there for Super Bowl 20? Well, I, I do remember getting up and going downstairs at 249 Cedar and, and going down to the blue couch on Super Bowl morning and just knowing that there was no chance whatsoever that the Bears were going to lose. And then Walter fumbled, and then I got yeah. a little bit nervous, but then it was quickly that over. That was an exciting day for him. He had just finished up the senior citizen bingo. You know? <laughs> okay. By the way, for those listening to the podcast, I was just showing them the Super Bowl 20 Vince Lombardi trophy since that doesn't translate to audio very well. Should be called and, the uh, Hallis Trophy. All right. I digress. We'll see you at the fireplace in on Sunday, Adam Hogue. Have a great afternoon out there, brother. Can't wait. $5 beer hug. See you there. There Let's it is. Go. $5 beer hugs. Let's go. Uh, give, me, to... give me any player, and I'll, I'll sing that verse of the Super Bowl Shuffle for you right now. Steve Fuller. We already did that I one. I know. I'm kidding. You don't even know any other 85 Bears, do you? You yeah. can't even name yeah. anyone on the team. Yeah. No, I can't. Willie well, Galt. 
I don't like Willie Speedy Willie and I'm world class. I like running, but I love to catch the pass. I practice all day and dance all night. I got to get ready for the Sunday fight. Now I'm as smooth as a chocolate swirl. I dance real funky, so watch me, girl. There's no one here that does it like me. My Super Bowl shuffle will set me free. Boom. My name's Willie Boom. Galt, and I came to a tailgate once and yelled at Bragg's girlfriend, and if he ever does that again, he's going <laughs> to find something out. <laughs> <laughs> True story. When was that? Was uh, that? Solid 15 years ago, that, that's, 20 years that's, ago. That, that, that is why I'm here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Okay. Uh, hey, you sneakerheads out there, we got something for you at CHGO. Soul Savvy, one of our new partners. The Drops by Soul Savvy apps. Uh, Drops by Soul Savvy. That app makes it easy to keep up on the latest news, releases, raffles, all the sales in the sneaker world. It's the one-stop shop for everything you need. So download that thing, Drops by Soul Savvy, S-O-L-E-S-A-V-Y. Drops alerts, instant notifications, free raffle management, all that stuff. Um, uh, And by the way, there's going to be a drop alert this Saturday, October the 28th. The Air Jordan 12 Cherry Brags. Carm. Have you looked at it? Oh, those are nice. Well, I mean, those are some sweet ones. Yeah. I know that Nicholas Moriano wants his Air Jordan 12 cherries. It's not a shoe guy. It, but I'll, I'll try to get into it now with Soul Savvy being, you know, I'm just, I always have the lamest shoes. nice of you to, in the shoe ad, to say you're not a shoe guy. No well, problem. I've just never been, I'm being honest, but maybe Soul Savvy will get me into it with all these like great the, you deals. You don't like the ones right there? I'm not saying I don't like the ones. Well, you need to get involved because your style just needs to upgrade. And Soul Savvy is an easy way to do it. Um, okay, so the Air Jordan 12 Cherry drops this Saturday, and the drops by Soul Savvy will notify you when and where it's dropping. Download the app, never miss a release. Sign up for Soul Savvy by clicking the links in the description below or by visiting links.soulsavvy.com slash chgo or head over to the App Store and download the Drops by Soul Savvy app. That's right. And when you're rocking those sweet kicks, head on over to Circa Sportsbook, uh, one of our special partners here. They've been great here showing up to our tailgates and some of our live events. And we appreciate Circa. And you should, too, because they got uh, tight money line splits. Uh, Games will strive to be a minus 110 split on the Circa Sports menu, unlike other sportsbook, which may use a minus 115 or a minus 120 split. Circa Sports keeps as little money as possible on large market bets, especially compared to the other books. So make sure you go check it out. Uh, Circa, Circa Sports does not limit players based on their winnings. Every player has the same limits, unlike other books who do limit winning players. Uh, and I encourage all you guys to download and explore all sports betting apps available. Compare the lines from each sports book. See for yourself. Nobody better than Circa Sports. Uh, Circus Sportsbook, and with their customer service, Mark, uh, they're really good with that. Real people behind the Circus Sports brand who resolve issues in a timely fashion, unlike other books who use those annoying chat bots. Uh, all aspects of the app are being run by the same team that runs the main Circus Sportsbook at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas with the sweet pool and the huge TVs. Uh, I don't think there's a better sports book around in Vegas, but now they're here in Illinois, and that's why we're giving them a good shout-out. Download the Circus Sports Illinois at circusportscom slash Illinois-app to sign up today. Also be on the lookout for Circa events, watch parties, and like I said, the tailgates that they've been coming to with us November 9th here coming up. 
uh, at the corner of Wabash and Cermak Circle will be there. If you or someone you know may have a gam- a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER, text G-A-M-B to 833-234, or visit areyoureallywinning.com. Uh, shout out to Jillian and Margaret and Alex and all the first class people over at Circa. They do great stuff over there. So, and we're looking yep, forward to. They've ch- been awesome. They've they've been fantastic. All right. Everybody always thinks that we look, or specifically me. They keep saying in the chat that we look high. And, I, and well, Kari Blasigame has you as a drug dealer who used to and who used to stuff bags with oregano back in the day. Did you? I never did you, the oregano trick, but I may or may not have sold a bag of weed in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't do that anymore, though. I quit. And people think like when I do my rise and shine videos, they're like, "You look high as hell." I'm not. I really not. I haven't smoked in like three years. I quit it cold turkey. It's just how my eyes look. Maybe because of all the the blunts I smoked in my life, I'm just permanently looked like that's not why you look high. I don't know. I'm most definitely not high, but um, you're just perpetually uh, tired because you're old. Maybe that's what it is. Oh man, <laughs> what? am I coming across as tired? No, but you got that tired look. You oh, always have that look, look like look. you've eaten a couple bagels and you may just like is it this look? not off at any moment. Yeah, like that look right there. Like that guy, if you didn't know who that guy was at the bottom of our screen with you, the thumbs I'd say up. That's an adorable you'd guy. You'd be like, that dude has smoked a ton of weed today. Yeah, that's true. That dude does look <laughs> like he could be <laughs> enjoying himself. I'm not going to argue that comment. All right. Uh, so one moment from... Tyson Bajan to wrap up the show with an ode to Courtney Cronin. This was a question to Bajan yesterday, and it stopped me dead in my tracks as I was listening to his press conference this morning. Now, I don't know if you know who's being referenced here, chat, but I am curious if you get the reference, um, which is a underlining of the talent that's come out of the high school where Tyson Bajan started his football career at. And you come from a place All right, so it's not real clear audio, so I don't know if you could completely hear it. But yeah, who sent that audio in? Uh, <laughs> Nick was recording from his desk and didn't have his thing on the podium. Nick never will do that oh, ever so again. It's Nick's fault. Yes, okay. yeah. If we, well, oh, you asked. I wasn't going to do that, but the bus. I, well, I yep. was. You know, I mean, good old bus toss. I, I love Nick, and Nick will never do that again. All right, uh, she, <laughs> she, she, Courtney asked. You know, coming from this small school, I mean, Kevin Pitsnoggle did go to your high school, and I'm like. Who the who is Kevin Pitsnoggle? Now Lawrence knew who it immediately. was immediately. Immediately, do you guys, Ravi T three P Doctor Truth Blasting Game? Do, do people know who Pitsnoggle is, or did you just feel like you just got Pitsnoggled? Because I felt like I got Pitsnoggled. Pitsnoggle out of nowhere. Let's see if the chat knows, because I knew Lawrence knew, but you know it looks like some people don't. I mean Pitsnoggle, you went to high school with Pitsnoggle. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see. even go to high school with Pitsnoggle, but Pitsnoggle went to your high school. He he got Pitsnoggled. He was he was the straight up Pitsnoggle. Cronin Pitsnoggled Bajant. 
Okay, we're like a 50-50 on the chat. Who's Kevin Pitsnoggle, Braggs? I just, I just threw a, uh, a, a, a poll in. So no okay. College okay. basketball and West Virginia legend. March Madness legend. Legend. They went to the Elite Eight. Great turn. And he was yeah. balling. He was balling. He, he may year. or may not. He, did he have a mullet? I think he had a mustache. Something. He definitely had a look. Those big guys, they always look crazy. And one of those big know? white dudes. Yeah. 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 He balled I, out. Because I, I, awesome. I tell Lawrence the story. I always remember those obscure March Madness legends. Um, Omar Samhan, who played at St. Mary's, he had one year where he just went on a run and had these this nasty post-up game. And so every year when March Madness rolls around, I'll tweet at him, I still remember you, bro. And he loves it every year. He thinks it's so funny, and it's become tradition. So Pitsnago falls in that. I mean, the biggest obscure one. Obscure. The biggest one is Ali Farukmanesh. Ali Farukmanesh. That's Should, the one everyone. All right. North Dakota there. State, right? Uh, no, wasn't he? Or is no, it South? Nor- Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa? Okay. R- real question in the chat. One is yes, two is no. Should we get Kevin Pitsnoggle? On the CHGO oh, Bears. Oh, hell show. yeah, we should. We should? What? Hell no. yeah. Why? No. We're going <laughs> to ask him about Tyson Bajan. Did they go to school together? No. no. Pitsnoggle had Pit, to be way Pit, ahead of him. Pitsnoggle was ahead of him, but Pitsnoggle might have gone yeah. back to Martinsburg. Small community. And washed Everybody Bajan. knows each other. One is yes, two is no. Once Do it on After Dark. Could be, <laughs> that's fine. We <laughs> could do it on After Dark. One is yes. Harshberger's in. He wants Pitsnoggle. And everybody else doesn't. Nobody wants nobody wants Pitts you know, Nobody ever understands our genius, and that's what it is. Hogue, Lawrence, everybody's always pushing back on you genius. Like fun. <laughs> Speaking of Harshbarger, he threw uh, us two bucks to say T bag, T bag, uh, three hundred yards, two touchdowns, and one rushing TD. Meatball Island. Let's go. You got Spielberger. You got Harshbarger. You got Pittsnoggle. I can't believe all it. in one day. I can't believe that we're not excited about Pittsnoggle. Following Pittsnoggle's basketball career, according to Wikipedia, he became a car dealer in his hometown. Worked, oh, we can't have him on. Worked as a special education teacher, high school basketball coach, and most recently as an assistant principal. Pittsnoggle resides in his hometown of Martinsburg, West Virginia, with his wife. So he is. He's and and their combined eight kids. I've, of course, eight kids. Eight kids shot. combined. And I bet you one of those kids went to school with Tyson Bajan. You never know. But at the same time, maybe not. The the years probably don't line up. But I promise he went to a game and watched Tyson Bajan play. I, I in think high he school. did. That's I what guarantee it. So get Pittsnoggle. You know what? We can just overrule everyone. And if Go you ahead. don't like the you're, show, you're, you're, bad I, is your show. Eighty five. This is our show. The chat does maybe not. T three P does different on his. show show but we do it this way on our show look 85 percent doesn't know pitsnaga which confirms my pitsnaga which by the way shout out courtney cronin the fact that she was she busted out a pitsnaggle out of nowhere you on know, Bajan. did she you know okay. i mean seriously all right what yeah, do you, you want to take away from cronin no i don't yeah you do no, you want to you want to dismiss cronin's no, pitsnaggle i didn't oh i don't i'm gonna i i'm reverse tracking You're reverse on my tra- pitsnaggling you thought she was showing off by her pitsnaggle yeah like she saw it on wicca wikipedia you know? i don't care how she got her information nobody else pitsnaggled only cronin pitsnaggled that's true that's you got a deep I mean, dive it's a deep you, dive. you pit you right, who went right. to the high school she did research and, you know like instead of living from at, this high school yeah instead of just living on twitter yeah, yeah, every yeah. day and talking to at butt face which was <laughs> <laughs> she actually did some re- she did some re- <laughs> she did some real research that's true because you know who went to my high school? No, I don't. Dan Plezak. 
Okay, that's amazing. That's see, that's right. a, see, yeah. that's Dan where Plezak. that's where Cronin greater than Carm because I haven't researched who right went to at your Crown high school. Point High School, Dan Plezak, Jerry Ross went on the moon. Astronaut. Uh, don't care. Is he related to Gary Ross? He is not I mean, related to Gary Ross, who's not in our chat today, and I'm offended. I mean, Hair Bear's got a great point. It's a Cronin Pitsnoggle. Out of nowhere, Cronin went Pitsnoggle. That's 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 that's. I I wish that I could have gotten there. Bing bong. I care. And we are yeah. talking bears. Bing We're talking bong. bears via pit snuggle. Bing bong. Bing bong. You ever well, it's the first guy? time we've ever been yeah, bing bong, so I'm going to bing bong you. And, and <laughs> first time you've ever been bing bong. We're going we're gonna to shout out bing bong in the chat. Who cares? Talk about bears. It's hey, bing bong. We've been Michael here. Dodson. Martinson, Martinsburg is in Alva City. Has a casino and a couple strip clubs, but overall. Well, that I mean, that sounds great. What are you <laughs> yeah, talking about, I was Michael? Say, that does sound great. It sounds like a great time. This is, um, first of all, uh, hold on. I, I, I Actually, before I forget, I want to tell you all as, as I sip on it. Olipop is so damn delicious. Get yourself an Olipop, Olipop. Oh, golly, golly. Um, yeah, it's, an, it's a new kind of soda. It's a delicious kind of soda. And it's great for your gut health, which I want for you. The CHGO Bears podcast listener. Two out of three Americans say they suffer from digestive issues. I know the guy to my left does. And uh, 95% of Americans don't get their daily recommended amount of fiber. There's actually fiber in this delicious Olipop. So they are giving you a double combo of tackling of issues. It tastes great, and you're getting your fiber. Yep. Nine grams of prebiotics in every can. Olipop has functional ingredients that combine the benefits of prebiotics, plant fiber, botanicals, supports your microbiome, and benefit your digestive health. Try saying that, brags. Uh, use the code CHGO20, and you get 20% off your next Olipop. Order at drinkolipop.com. Olipop can also be found in over 22,000 stores across the country, including Jewel and Walmart and Target and Whole Foods. So you can do it that way, too, the old traditional way. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, so while we're yeah. going through the rest of the show, I saw somebody say they went to high school with Andre Iguodala. So everyone in the chat, name who you went to high school with, and if it's if it's worthy, I'll give it a shout-out no, before no, we end the that, show. That's, that's good. Um, Bajan was asked by Mark Potash about laughing how the media laughed with the cannon arm he's like so you know we all laughed when you said that you had a cannon arm but you know you didn't laugh so i mean were you being facetious or was it it was a great potash i love potash question <laughs> and bajan just sat there and stared at him i'm i mean does he really no i'm not being facetious i'm telling you i can throw the football let me show you throw the football so floose talking to you and you, Getsy, if they get to, if, if we have a part two of ball at midfield and it's halftime or any time during the game and you need a Hail Mary, let 17 throw it. You don't need to rise up Nathan Peterman and wake him up from his slumber on the bench. He's not expecting to play. You don't need to throw him out there. He doesn't, we don't need Peterman to get sacked and fumble the ball out of bounds. Just let Bajan throw the Hail Mary pass. He's more than capable of doing it. Thank you. I agree. I mean, that was just such a bizarre decision by the coaches there to bring in Nathan Peterman. He's got this huge arm and 
he almost fumbled, right? <laughs> like he also has no mobility. So when he got flushed out of the pocket, disaster nearly struck, you know, like yeah, at right. least Bajan would be able to, to, you know, step up into the pass rush and get some momentum behind his throw. It was a long throw regardless. And, and when the, by the way, the bears are winning on Sunday and it's time for kneel down, leave Bajan oh out my, there. to That do was the... honestly worse. I felt like the kid earned the win. Give him the damn victory formation. That that was even worse, honestly. Yeah, I I, I didn't get it at all. So, uh, any rate, I if you didn't watch Bajan's presser, I recommend it. Shout yeah. out, shout out Bajan, shout out presser. Yeah. Um, there's some interesting names coming in here. Jermaine O'Neal for well, Joseph. First of all, Mir- I mean, Zahid McClellan says he went to high school with Jer- Derek yeah, Rose. Zahid McClellan awesome. went Let's to go. high school with Derek Rose. That's great. That's Simeon, Simeon, and Southside legend. Bing Bong says Frank should have won. Freaking player of the year over Ooh. John Shire. Melvin Gordon. What a fucking joke that From was. The LLC family. That's a good one. Ah, Brandon Halford. Rulon Gardner. Remember him? Olympic yep. wrestler? Yep. Um, I, I'd like to shout out David Pritik at Highland Park High School. Lefty quarterback. Was on the Hartford University Hawks basketball team alongside Vin Baker. That's the biggest claim to fame that we got out in HP. There you go. That's a sad statement, but hey. <laughs> Eli Pop- Sherman went to high school with Jewel Lloyd. She's awesome. I don't know who. Oh, wait, Kirk Reuter. Remember him? Uh, San Francisco Giants pitcher? Yeah, Roy Snowman. This is interesting. Quentin Richardson for Tony Moy. That's a good one. That's a good one. I love it. Uh, Q Rich. Whitney He's Young. awesome. I, I'm, yeah. Zahid McClellan also went to high school with Anthony Davis for a little bit before he transferred. Simeon. Like, I've covered high school basketball in my day, Indiana and Illinois high school basketball. And uh, it's just always so funny, the difference in talent level. Like, Indiana high school basketball has some good players, but they're always, like, individual players on each team throughout the state. And then Chicago, especially the City League, the players in that league, like, their seventh best player would be a candidate for, you know, player of the year for Indiana every, every year. I've, Mr. Been, I've been begging Arthur Agee from Hoop Dreams fame to come on the show in Marshall High School, yeah. but he hasn't done it. William Gates, that tandem. I also, just to, you know, flex on you, uh, when Kevin Garnett and, and um, God, it's a bad job. Uh, how do I not have that? I literally would oh, just uh, wa- Fields and and yeah. Ronnie Fields and Ronnie, Ronnie Fields. Fields. Boom. God, is that wow. terrible? Let's go. When, when, got, that was a good job. Lawrence. I mean, I literally was just texting about Ronnie Fields this week when Garnett and Ronnie were in high school at Farragut. I was going to those games and it was awesome. I've I've heard the stories. Yeah. I've heard the stories. Kaplan's told me them many a times. Um, the one that I miss the most, Sean Kemp, when he was in high school, I was really young. But those are legendary stories about how he played in Indiana high school basketball. Yeah, Jabari Parker too. By the way, that's a good, that's a good call over there. Uh, uh, I mean, Simeon's a freaking basketball factory. I mean, it's not even it's a, not even funny how amazing to, that program is. Where'd you go to high school? Again? I went to Crown Point High School, home of Sasha Stefanovic, the seventh best three point shooter in Purdue Boilermakers history. And nobody had him on his radar coming out of high school. Defied all the odds and balled the hell out in college. Proud of that kid. All right. Uh, we got to go. We want to tell everybody to be a diehard before yeah, we go. Yeah, definitely. Now is as good a time as ever to become a diehard. As I always tell you, time to get on board. It's never too late. When you become a diehard, you get a free shirt right out the gate. 
Uh, you get discounts on any future events, including our tailgate coming up on November 9th. We got a watch party here coming up October 29th. Yeah, that, that's completely that's free. The, yeah, the we watch party is completely free. We would like you to RSVP, though, so we know who else coming to that. Uh, it is $5 Goose Island Neon Beer Hugs night yeah. that night at the yeah. Fireplace Inn. So For that's sure. exciting. Yeah, and also has nothing to do with becoming a diehard. But Correct. we do want you to come out uh, to Fireplace Inn Sunday. I'll be having some fun with all the... All the all the diehards and and Bears fans alike here coming up this Sunday for Sunday night football. See if the Bears can get on a goddamn winning streak. So what? Don't need to be aggressive. Let's let's for the love of Pittsnoggle, let's just settle into. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, when you become a diehard, you get Carm's grades he puts out after every game. Uh those are exclusive only to diehards. Adam Hogue puts a newsletter out weekly. Um you know, that you get exclusive access to all our shirts across the board for all our teams, all the content across so soft, our teams. So, so, so incredible. The shirts company. are great. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody asked in the chat earlier, uh, Brandon Halford, if this shirt was on the website, it is. Go to chgolocker.com. You can get hooked up with this. Kyle Brandt wears this shirt on, you know, um, you know, on Good Morning Football. Network. Yes. Good Morning Football. football whatever. And by the way, if you're not coming out on Sunday to see us, coming out to see Crystal. She's coming to the. She's coming on Sunday. Doctor Truth. I swear to God, you're gonna find out. He's making jokes like that in the chat. Hey, Doctor Truth's giving me love today, so don't you don't talk smack at Doctor Truth. He's my guy. Doctor Truth's gonna be Doctor Dead if he says that joke one oh, more come time. Come on. I like this feisty brags. All right. Um, <laughs> Somebody wanted to hear the the uh, Willie Galt story. Should I tell it? It's up to you, buddy. Let's do that uh, another time, no? Okay. Wait, 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 okay. wait. What do you mean I another time? Fun, what, don't you? what better time than right now? We're here living in the moment. If you're going to tell it, tell it. You don't talk about telling it. Just tell it. I know. I'm just trying to irritate Lawrence, which I just do naturally. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> the Willie Galt story is we were tailgating like 15, 20 years ago at the McCormick lot. Um, if you're familiar with that, that's like where the... Why don't you look at the camera when you tell the story? I'll tell the story right to the camera. Yeah. And when you when you go to the McCormick Glide, that's like where the semis park and stuff. And then you walk through like two tunnels. That's where we used to tailgate. A lot of the people that we're tailgating with now, that's where we tailgated back then. And Willie Galt showed up like three hours late to this tailgate. So it was just like our tailgates are now. So could you imagine someone pulling up in a Hummer, big yellow Hummer H2 after everyone has their tailgate set up? You've been to our tailgates this year. You see how intricate, you know, the setup is, people pulling out their rigs, all this stuff. Then all of a sudden this Hummer H2 pulls in, makes everyone move their stuff so this guy can pull in. We don't know who it is. And then... Out the car comes Willie Galt. And everybody's like, oh, my God, it's Willie Galt, 85 Bear. And I'm like, you know, I don't really give a shit. I didn't watch the 85 Bears. I was, you know, a month old when they won the Super Bowl. But that's great. Willie Galt's at our tailgate. Sweet. Let's have some fun. I didn't say nothing to him. But all of a sudden, my wife, who didn't know who Willie Galt is, nor did she know whose Hummer H2 this belonged to, she was standing with some friends, and she was slightly leaning on his car, and he came up and yelled at her. And then Jenny came up to me and was like, this guy just yelled at me. I'm like, who? For what? And then she told me the story. I'm like, what did he say to you? And it sounded like he was very just over over the top about his Hummer H2. And then she pointed at him. I go, that dude, Willie Gold said that to you? And so I I may or may not have walked up and was like, hey, back up. Don't be talking about 
Don't be talking to Jenny like that. She's a good soul. You walked up on Willie Galt? Hell yeah, I did. I don't care who Willie Galt is. Good for Willie Galt. I run the pass. I run real fast. I don't really give a shit. Don't talk to Jenny like that. Okay. Um, Nobody talks to Jenny like that. This, this story belonged on Braggs in the stands. Everybody have a great night. Uh, I loved it, though. Congratulations. I'm glad that Willie Galt didn't kill you. Oh, he's cool. No, he was cool. Can we get Willie on the show? We shook on it. We shook on it. We were done with it. Okay. Don't lean on Willie Galt's Hummer. Jenny was in the wrong. Oh, you tell Jenny that. You tell Jenny that. I'm Jenny. Jenny's never in the wrong. Jenny saves lives. Okay, that's a true story. <laughs> Hashtag Jenny. She saved my life. <laughs> no, that's a true story. All right. Hey, thanks so much for everybody watching today. We appreciate it, Chad. You're always awesome. You were again today. Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus. Adam Hogan at Hallis Hall Lawrence running the show. And uh, yeah, Braggs, we'll see you on Sunday yes. at Fireplace in at 5.30-ish. Show starts at 6. Yeah. Hopefully. Sure. sure. Fingers crossed. We're going to find Can't out wait. about... We find Lawrence out about... going to go ch- test it all out today. He's very excited We're, we're working it. the behind the scenes today. Lawrence is fired up. So uh, hopefully it'll all work out and we'll be doing a live show there, uh, two of them, on Sunday. Bear down. Have a great Friday. Let's go. Nick and Will will be here. I'll be out at Hallis with Preview some stuff. Preview show. And uh, yes, secret Beijing frog. Oh, silly like the mayor.